Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. How do you deal with drunk family and friends? What do you do when things get out of control? You're at a social event, you're hanging out with family, whatever it may be. What do you do when those people start getting drunk? How can you deal with them? How can you deal with them in, 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 in a nice way, in a positive way? But most importantly, how can you deal with them to protect your sobriety? How can you make sure that the way that you deal with them doesn't negatively impact you? How can you make sure that you stay sober when the people around you are drinking? Well, that's exactly what we're gonna be discussing in this video today. Listen guys, if you've been struggling to deal with drunk family and friends and you're not quite sure about the mindset that you're supposed to have when being around those type of people, then you definitely wanna watch this video. This one is gonna be awesome. The very first point that I wanna discuss guys is that these individuals, these family members, these drunk people, these drunk friends, whoever they may be, well, if you don't drink alcohol, every single one of those people wishes that they were like you. You've gotta understand that. You've gotta understand that they will look at you and wish that they could be confident, they could be courageous, they could be relaxed in a social situation without the need to be poisoning their body. There is not a single drinker that will look at you and, and not feel envy. You've really got to understand that. The only reason why those people drink is to feel like you feel all of the time. You really, really, really got to understand that. Just if those people start getting drunk and they start getting mouthy and they start getting a bit leery and they start, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what your friends and your family are like, but when that happens, you've got to understand that they wish that they were like you. It's you that has what they want. It is not the other way around. If you've already stopped drinking, you've done something that most of the adult population wish that they could do. So just remember that. When you see these people, just remember that what you are doing is awesome and they wish that they could be like you. Now guys, the second way to deal with these people is, again, like I said, it's a mindset shift. It's to understand that the only reason that those people drink alcohol is to feel how you feel all of the time. Now, as you guys know from previous videos, I talk about the imperceptible craving. So basically, most people feel this, most drinkers, sorry, they feel this discomfort all day long. They feel like something's not quite right. And then when they have a drink, they feel relaxed. They feel like, ah, oh, finally, I can now relax. And what they start to do is they start to get this false association that alcohol is helping them relax. But instead, what alcohol is doing is it's causing them to feel unable to relax in the first place. This is the insanity of alcohol, right? It, that is alcohol that's causing this stuff. So the people that are drinking alcohol, the friends and the family that we see, you know, at the parties, at the events, whatever it may be, well, the only reason that they're drinking alcohol is to feel how they used to feel before they ever started drinking, right? I know it sounds crazy, but that is it. That's the only reason they drink. They wanna feel how you feel as a non-drinker. And it's a sad, harsh reality. They are drinking that drink to feel how you feel. And I just want you to really get a grip on that because there were so many drinkers out there, myself included, back when I was trying to find a solution to my problem, that would look at these drinkers, look at these friends, these family members, and just look at them and think, I wish I could do that. You know, I wish I could have what they've got. I wish I could be having a good time with the drink. I wish I could be having a good party and going crazy and doing all this stuff. But I had it all the wrong way around. I thought that they had what I wanted. And it ain't true, right? You've got what they want. You've really got to understand that, right? And I hope, and I know I keep repeating the same point, but... What you are doing is the best thing. They want what you've got. Now, the third thing that I wanna to touch on, guys, is 
When you see those individuals, those drunk families and those drunk friends and whatever it is, don't feel like you wish that you could be like them, right? Don't envy them. Don't look at them and wish that you could be in on the fun because there is no fun in drinking alcohol. There is no fun in drinking poison, right? Look at those people and feel sorry for them. Just feel pity for them. Feel like whatever they're doing is just, why would you want to be a part of that? Don't feel like you want to be like them, right? Pity them. And if you're able to pity them, if you're able to kind of feel sorry for them, then when they kind of start pushing drinks on you and cheers, getting all fun and joking around and being stupid, you won't look at that and, and wish that you could have the alcohol to join in on that. You will look at them and feel sorry for them. Yeah, sure, if, they, if they're drinking and, and you have fun and you can get involved and party around. I'm not saying that you need to sit in a corner of a room when everybody else is drinking. Right? You can go and enjoy that stuff. But if you can see alcohol the way that I'm explaining in this video and you see it for what it is, then you can be in on the fun and then not wish that you were drinking as well, right? You can just have the good time, the party and, and, and you know, bouncing around, joking around, whatever. And then you see them drinking, but then you just won't want the alcohol, right? You'll, you'll want to have the good time. You want to have the good energy and all that stuff, but you'll see the alcohol and you'll kind of be like, well, man, you, you just imagine if you weren't drinking, you'd be having as much fun as me. You, do you see the mindset shift? That's, that's what I'm trying to explain. So when you see them, don't feel like you wish that you could be like them. Feel sorry for them. Feel sorry that they need to have a drink in their hand to feel normal because that's all they want. They want to feel normal. So guys, the fourth thing that I want to share is that you've got to recognize that all of these drinkers there, all they're doing is falling for an illusion. I speak about the conditioning on this channel again and again and again, but all alcohol is, it's an illusion. It's an addictive poison that's behind some fancy marketing, some fancy media, some, some you know, studies that, out, that red wine helps you live longer, all of this nonsense, right? They are falling for an illusion. If they think that alcohol gives them something, if they think that there is a real benefit to drinking alcohol, you know, like I said, the stress relief, the if they actually believe that, they're falling for a complete illusion. Don't look at those people and think that what they're doing is admirable and and if they're having, you know, just one or two drinks, don't look at that person and think that they're a strong character. No, even the fact that they have one alcoholic drink just means that they've bought into the illusion. So just try not to see that person as doing something good. You want to see them as they've just bought into it like everybody else. doesn't mean that you need to buy into it. There are a percentage of the population that just don't drink. They just don't buy into it. So when you see a drinker, you know, you just got to feel sorry for them. You just got to feel like, man, I just wish... Because that is, like, this is, I'll just kind of share a little bit of personal insight here, but I feel sorry for drinkers. When I see them, I genuinely look at them and I think, man, if I could only show you what I know, then your life would completely change. You would just not want to drink. Hence why I started SoberClear, because I feel this compelling need to share what I know with other people, because I know that alcohol gives them nothing. So that's why I created SoberClear, is to help other people go through that process, Right. I know that they're falling for an illusion and you've got to, if you can understand the illusion of alcohol yourself first, then when you see those people falling for it, then it just changes everything. You don't, you, you're just not going to, you're not going to buy into it. If you can recognize it in other people, it's almost like every time that you see another drinker, it strengthens your sobriety. It strengthens your worldview, which is quite an interesting point because most people think that when you see another drinker, well, then you're going to have to exercise will. You're going to have to avoid the situation. You're going to have to be like, you know, I'm not sure if I should go around that person, but it, if you've reframed the way you view alcohol, then you can almost see that individual and be like, thank God I'm not like them. Thank God that I don't do that anymore. It's a bit of a different mindset approach, right? That's the way I feel when I see it. And that's, that's why I also say to members of the SoberClear program is when you stop drinking, go to bars, go to restaurants, because you can just reaffirm that these people have just lost the plot, right? 
The fifth thing that you need to do is when you see these drunk family members, uh, drunk family members and friends, is to recognise that there is absolutely nothing to gain. There is not a single thing to gain from drinking that poison. Now. That's, that was my big problem was during a New Year's Eve party, I'd had stopped drinking for like eight, nine months, just using willpower, just resisting it. And I went to this party and I saw all of these drinkers and I genuinely believed that if I was to drink a drink, right, then I would gain something. Then all of a sudden my party would be better. All of a sudden, just things would be going better. I'd be more smooth, blah, 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 blah. I really genuinely believed that I would gain something from drinking a poison. And in hindsight, what happened is I had that alcoholic drink thinking that I'd gained something. Yeah, maybe for a few seconds I felt good. The alcohol wore off, you know, 10 minutes later, I feel a bit worse. Have another drink, go up. And before you know it, I was very unhappy. I was drunk, wasn't feeling good. And then what happened from that point onwards, I thought that I'd gained something from drinking it. And then I went, and I hadn't drank for nine months. I had this drink. And then a few days later, I had a few more drinks and a few more drinks. And before you know it, uh, I destroyed my business. I destroyed my relationship with my partner, sold my car. I, I, and I won't go into the story in this video, but when you see family members and friends, understand that you will gain nothing from drinking poison. There is nothing to gain. Now, the sixth thing that I recommend, and the sixth thing that I recommend that you do is that, well, when family members and friends really start getting drunk and they start you know, behaving a bit more ridiculous and you've just stopped finding genuine enjoyment in the situation, when you've started to just think like, oh man, I just don't really wanna be here anymore, don't feel the need to stay. Excuse yourself. If those people are getting drunk, they won't remember. They won't remember in the morning, oh, oh you know, Leon left, uh, Leon left after an hour in the party, what a loser. They won't think that. They won't even remember. And you don't need to avoid alcohol, right? You don't need to avoid these situations and these parties and so on. You can go to them. You can show your face. You can do the socializing. And then if people actually start getting drunk, then just remove yourself from the situation. You don't need to stay around people because they're, because they're drunk. Right? If, they're, if they, that's their problem, not you don't need to surround yourself with that. But I'm not saying that you need to avoid these people in these places completely. But if somebody's drunk and somebody is annoying you and somebody's behaving in an inappropriate manner, you can remove yourself from that situation and you should feel proud to just say, dude, I don't want anything to do with this individual right now. Doesn't mean you have to fall out with them, but if they're getting drunk and they're getting arsy and you know, they're just, you're just not enjoying your time with them, just go, right? I'm not saying that you should avoid them, unless you have to, unless you really want to. But if you find a genuine enjoyment of being at these events or whatever it is that you're, you're these, these scenarios where, where people are drinking, if you actually enjoy the company of those people, then you should go. But if they're heavy drinkers and they start drinking, just go, just remove yourself from the situation. There was a, a, a time in Bangkok. So obviously if you guys know, I stopped drinking, I moved to Thailand. And there was a time where I lived in Bangkok and somebody that I worked with in London was in Bangkok. And I was like, dude, no way, that's so cool. So, so we ended up meeting up. Uh, they'd had a few drinks and at first we was having a great time. So we went for food, we went in the tuk-tuk, we went around, we went to this nightclub and there was a point where these guys, they, they were getting pretty drunk, right? They, were, they drank a lot and it basically they, they, they started behaving in you know a drunk manner and what was really fun, they were drinking beforehand but we were having fun. We were going around, we were, we were toying around and just, you know, just being guys and then they got to a point where they were drunk and I just left. Right, I'd, I'm done. I, I just don't really want to be around that anymore because the fun had the fun had finished. They continued drinking, so I was just like, man, you know, I, I just I just left. Right, I just had I didn't even explain myself. I just went home. So that is something that you could also adopt. It's to not avoid the people that are drinking, but when things have started to take a turn for the worst, just leave. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. 
If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.